Hey, mama friend. I'm Amy Cothran. I've been a stay-at-home mom for the past seven years, and I discovered that the best way to raise our future generation is by building up the moms who are home with them. Mama Mindset is a movement, a mission to build a community of stay-at-home moms who want to improve their lives. This podcast will provide inspirational stories from myself, everyday mom guests, and interviews with experts in various fields. The conversations are packed full of authenticity, vulnerability, raw honesty, and tough love. So let's journey through motherhood together with a mama mindset. Hey, mama friend, welcome back to the Mama Mindset Podcast. I'm your host and creator, Amy Cothran. As a reminder, here at the Mama Mindset, we understand that to raise kind, self-sufficient, respectful, independent thinking humans, we must first work on ourselves. You are raising the future generation, and it's a role I hope you don't take lightly. After all, it truly is the most important job in the world. No one's challenged me on that yet, so I'm going to continue saying it, thinking it, feeling it, and living it. But... As I've said before, now more than ever, our communities need us. So here at the Mama Mindset, we are working to shift the mindset using personal development, self-help tools, and just our passion for being awesome moms to create a life we love, in turn, raising these humans that will go into the world, into the community, and be kind, decent humans. We need to build up these communities with good humans. And that's our role. That's our role as a mom. Um, And stepping back a little bit, going back into the past, um, when I stepped away seven years ago as a career-oriented woman to becoming a full-time mom, I had no idea the mindset shift that would be in store for me that I have today. And basically what I've decided is I'm now unhirable. (laughs) And I say that in the most respectful way and in the most passionate and confident way possible. I've deemed myself unhirable because I've been out of the rat race for seven years now. And looking back, the stuff that I witnessed, the stuff that I see, the stuff that I was involved in, the things that I felt passionate about and believed in is almost laughable. Things that go on when you work for somebody else is completely lacking in passion. I mean, people might say, I'm passionate about my work and I'm passionate about what I do, but truly 100% I believe that they're still just working for a paycheck. If you're working for another company, you're never working for yourself. You can't truly be passionate about what you're doing because you're not working independently for yourself. That's my honest opinion and you can agree with it or not agree with it. I don't really care because I've done it. I've, I've, been involved in both. And I can honestly say the most passionate that I've ever been is when I'm the most curious about something. And I don't feel like you have buy-in, 100% curious buy-in when you're working for another person. It's sad to me to think that we are raising our children and we're educating our children to go get a job 
to go find a place of employment. We are not educating our kids to be more independent and entrepreneurial. And this is coming from a place of fear that I had in my past of entrepreneurship. Straight up fear. I did not agree with entrepreneurship for myself and for my life. I wanted to go work for somebody else. I thought there was comfort, reliability, and honesty in doing that. And what I found in personal experience is pretty much the opposite. There's no reliability there, even if you feel like it's reliable. You can you have zero control over your position when you work for somebody else. Zero control. If you if you feel like you are safe and secure in your job, you're out of your ever-loving mind because you're never safe and you're never secure when you're working for somebody else. When you're an entrepreneur, yes, there is risk. Yes, you could make a mistake and yes, your business could close. However, you also have the power to self-empower yourself to work harder, do more, pivot your business, shift. And you know, the pandemic is a perfect example of that. Entrepreneurs, small businesses were really able to step up to the plate and pivot their business and figure out how to make it work for them. The employees that worked under them, however, were the ones that were laid off or had cutbacks. But the entrepreneurs, the business owners, were able to figure out a way to pivot their business and keep it running for themselves and for a few of their employees. And if you were working for somebody else, there were so many people that were laid off. Now, granted, yes, I understand that small businesses closed. I understand that a lot of people lost their jobs. However, if you were an entrepreneur, if you were a business owner, you had the opportunity to be in control of that business, okay? Now, I'm not trying to talk about stay-at-home moms becoming entrepreneurs. I'm not necessarily saying that you need to go out and start a business and things like that. But what I am telling you is what I've learned in being home is there is this huge gap in what we're teaching our children on what they need to do in their lives in order to be successful. And I just really feel that now as a stay-at-home mom, I've put myself in a place where I, if I go back to work, when I go back to work, it's never going to be for somebody else. It just cannot be for somebody else because I look at some of this petty bullshit stuff that these people talk about, that my friends talk about, honestly, when they're working for other people and, you know, it doesn't matter. They they work in all different industries and all different areas and it's all exactly the same. And I look at that and I think, wow, I have so much more important and impactful things that I am doing at home. And I say this in a respectful way, but I have so much more impactful things that are going on in my house as a mom than people do in their jobs. The things that people are doing in their jobs are so petty and they're getting so caught up in this rat race, this competition, this political agenda, I guess if you want to call it that, that they're forgetting what is the most important thing in their lives. Your children, 
your household and how you're raising them to go into the community is far more important. And the work that you do there, the work we do here at home is far more impactful than whatever role you're playing in your job. And I know that people are probably thinking, well, what about nurses and what about doctors and things like that? And yes, their jobs are important. We need people like that. Yes. We need people to go work for other businesses. I'm I'm not saying that people can't go work for other people. My point here is that we need to stop and take a look at what you're doing within your roles, in your jobs. Are you focusing, are they focusing on things that are truly important? Are they going to work doing the work, putting their head down, letting it go and going home? Or are they getting caught up in office chat, you know, the corporate politics, the competition amongst each other? I have seen and witnessed people say, nope, it's a family-friendly atmosphere. Oh, nope, these are some of my best friends. My coworkers are my best friends. But when it comes down to it, if people are making more money than them, you know what? Those people... They're not, they don't end up being their best friend anymore. And a lot of times, if you get fired, if you quit, if you switch jobs, those people go away. Those people don't stay your friends long term. Those aren't lasting, sustainable friendships. I have witnessed people who have worked in the same department who thought they were best friends and close friends completely turn on each other and dissolve a longstanding friendship basically over corporate politics. Who got a promotion and who didn't? Who was making more money and who wasn't? That is not a sustainable friendship. So if you're putting all of your efforts, all of your energy into building relationships in the workplace and you're not taking that energy and putting it into your relationships at home, you're doing us all a disservice. You are not serving your family in the best way. And that is one of the things that I love most about being home is it gives me the opportunity to take my worth, my value, my knowledge, my skills, and my experience and apply that to my parenting all in. I am all in. And if I were to be still trying to do this work work outside of the home and be a parent, that work space becomes more important. And I know that people say, nope, I my kids are the most important thing, but are you investing in the relationships the way you should be? Because that truly is what reflects in your actions as being the best thing or the most important thing to you. As a stay-at-home mom, I've come to realize and gotten myself to a place that if I want to find something I'm passionate about, if I want to pursue happiness and things like that, it really has to be something that you do yourself for yourself. And when we rely so much on another place of employment for our income, for our source of happiness, and for our source of achievement – you are now relying on an external source instead of taking that and using your internal resources. So as a stay-at-home mom, I think 
we are the most equipped to really do the reflection on what are our skills? Where are we good at? What are we good at? Where can we, you know, improve our lives, our communities, and those around us? And then in turn, use that as a way to generate an income. How do I use that to serve myself and serve others? As moms, we're constantly serving others. So how do we serve others, but also serve ourselves? And that is really, you know, that's kind of where this podcast is coming from as well. It's, it's a passion that I have for helping other people. And it's me putting myself out there. It's me working on something for myself and following my state of curiosity. And I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to pursue those things that I'm interested in if I was working for somebody else. So again, I have completely put myself in a position where I'm unhirable because anybody that comes to me in a place of employment and and brings me some petty thing or what they think is important, I'm probably going to find petty. And having come with a background, you know, approaching this with a background in HR, in human resources, it's almost even more laughable to me because I saw all of that bullshit. I saw all of it and I let that consume me. I let so much of that shit consume me that it's almost embarrassing in a sense because it consumed my life. It took over instead of me being able to focus my attention on being a mom in that period of time when I did go back to work. I could not compartmentalize the things that were um, going on around me. I was trying to use work still as my sole source of achievement, my sole source of success, because in this society, we identify ourselves with what we do and how much money we make and our job title. And in society right now, homemaker is still to this day almost more now so than ever, it's not a job title. When you go to fill out that paperwork, homemaker is the title, but you have to put unemployed. So it's not even a job title because they don't even recognize it as a job. But if you were, an, if you were a business owner, you would put self-employed, okay? And that to me, there's something wrong with that. There's something so incredibly frustrating about that scenario right there. And I know we've talked about it in, in past episodes, but it's so, it's so sad to me and frustrating that, you know, we're this 21st century and we're in this amazing era of these self-empowered women that even though we're putting homemaker, stay at home, mom, full-time parent on there, it's looked at as less than a position of somebody that has an actual job title that works for somebody else. And to me, those positions, those jobs, when you actually put a title on something, are almost more sad than the moms that are home with their kids because we are in a position where we are fully able to live a life that we love. We are in a position to live a life that we are passionate about, and I see it happening all the time if you do the work. And I see other people that are working outside of the home that are miserable all the time. And whenever I talk to those people, and I am I know that I'm generalizing here um, because it's such a high percentage, but 
almost every time I ask my friends or I ask other people how work is going, you know, sometimes they say, oh yeah, it's good, but there's zero passion there. There's zero passion. And if, if that's the response, if that's not the response, then the other response is typically negative. It's typically, well, this is happening and this is going on and this coworker has done this or this teammate has done this or, you know, I haven't got the raise that I wanted or whatever. And when you work for yourself and, and when you're a stay-at-home mom, you have the opportunity to create an income for yourself. If you're not making enough money, then you have the ability to go out and make yourself more money. You're not tied to a specific timeline. You're not tied to specific hours. You can work whenever you want and how much you want. And I'm just so overwhelmed and blown away with the ridiculousness of our society's take on this. I'm People are burnt out. They're overwhelmed. And this bullshit statement that these companies are saying, we're family friendly. We agree that you need to spend more time with your family. However, you need to volunteer X number of hours. And you need to be here from 8 o'clock to 5 o'clock with zero excuses. And you only get X number of sick days no matter how often your kids are sick. You know, if you have a child that um, needs more care than others, or if you have multiple children, you're going to have multiple kids that are sick, and then you get penalized for sick leave. You get penalized for vacations with your family. You know, you. I worked at a place where you couldn't take your vacation sporadically. You had to take an entire week off here, and you know, and then you got one week that you could maybe break it up, but you had to take two days at a time. I mean, there's just so many rules. There's so many restrictions that it makes it completely impossible for it to truly be a family-friendly atmosphere. And I don't agree with that. I wish that our society could pivot. There are other countries that really embrace this family atmosphere. And in the United States, they say it, it's in a mission statement, and it's bullshit. It's just marketing. That's all it is. It's not a culture. And as a society, I really, I really hope that we can embrace a more positive family-friendly culture because our communities and our country needs that. Um, our country needs more family dynamic. They need more time together. They need the space to have more time together. And, and businesses are just not giving that to them. Working for a small business gets you a little bit closer to that type of environment and that type of a lifestyle. It depends on the small business, obviously. But I'll go back to, you know, being a stay-at-home mom. I want you to know how lucky you are. I want you to know the situation that you're in, that you've chosen, that you've worked for, that you've strived for, this lifestyle. You are in a great position to cultivate your happiness, to cultivate your joy without the reliance on another person. And you're not working towards somebody else's dreams. Each day that you wake up, each day that you get out of that bed, you are working towards your own dreams. You are taking steps forward, cultivating a life that you love, and you have the opportunity to do that. Those that are working for somebody else do not. They absolutely do not. And they might think, nope, this is the life that I really love and this is the life that I I dreamed about. But they are still going to work to create somebody else's dreams. They are working for somebody else's dreams. Yes, they're getting a paycheck from that. 
Yes, they are. However, there are so many other sacrifices in that. And I am not, again, I am not trying to be negative for the people that are working, but this podcast is not directed towards working people. This podcast speaks to stay-at-home moms, and I know that I am not the only one that feels this way, that I know I am not the only person that feels passionate about cultivating my own dreams, working towards my own dreams, taking steps forward to live this life that I love. And when you're out of that rat race, girl, when you are out of it, you realize how ridiculous it is, how ridiculous it all is. And now as stay-at-home moms, <laughs> I really feel like we have deemed ourselves, we've created almost this, we're almost unhirable because anything else is going to be minuscule compared to the shit that we do every single day. And the impact that we have every single day is so much higher than whatever is going to be happening at a place of employment if you're working for somebody else. It's so much more impactful here at home. If someday you decide to go and work for somebody else because you feel like that's the path that you want to take, I encourage you, if you're in that position right now, if you're thinking about going back to work, make sure it's something that you're passionate about. Make sure it's something that you're curious about and that you're not just going there for the paycheck because it's not going to leave you lead you down a path of fulfillment. It's not going to lead you down a path of curiosity, which then leads you to your happiness. It's just for the paycheck. It's going to create burnout. It's going to create resentment. It's going to create all of these negative toxic things if you're not doing it for the right reasons. Now, I'm not saying, you know, 20 years down the line, I'm not ever going to go work for somebody else because who knows what can happen. But I'm just saying right now, as a mom of young children at home, when I look out at the world. And when I look out at what people are doing in their lives, it's just an interesting mindset. It's an interesting perspective to realize that the things that they're worried about and the things that they're doing are so not as impactful as the things that we're doing here at home. The things that we're doing for our children to put them out into the future as the future generation is so much more impactful than, you know, the two coworkers that aren't getting along. And in the whole grand scheme of things, none of that will matter in five years. In the whole grand scheme of things, none of that will matter in six months. But everything that we do here at the house, everything matters. Everything is important. All of that love, all of that energy, all of that effort compounds into raising these children, into raising our kids. And our efforts, though we can't see them now, are compounding and we will see those efforts in the future. Everybody else is working and putting in the effort for something that they can see right in front of them. They want to see the results of what they're doing immediately and they're getting that immediately. I want you to remember that all of your efforts that you're putting out, you're not going to see the results of immediately. It's it's impossible. Because all of that is compounding into a life. It's all of that is compounding into your children to, to lead them and to guide them as they grow older over the next, you know, 18, 20 years. So if you are going to step back into the workforce, please make sure that it's something you're passionate about. Make sure that it's something you're curious about. Make sure what you're doing is impactful and heartfelt 
and truly something that you believe in and value because what we're doing here is something that you believe in and something that you value. If you look out there and that is not what you're interested in, but you're just, you know, doing it for the paycheck or get out of the house and, you know, uh, take a break from homemaking, maybe what you need to do is do some self-reflection on what you can do for yourself. Maybe if you're interested in making a little bit of money, I encourage you to explore that. I encourage you to find a side gig. I think we've talked about that on other episodes. I should probably do a whole podcast episode on it, um, on on side gigs and the importance of that. Um, but I encourage you to see where your value is. Don't undervalue yourself. See what you can contribute to your immediate surroundings and to your community and figure out a way that you can maybe do that on your own independently. Yes, there is risk there. Yes, it is scary. But all of the work that we're doing here at Mama Mindset is to create this confidence and to create bravery for you to take steps forward in your life. So it's not just in motherhood. It's This is a mindset shift for your entire life moving forward. And you need to take these skills and these things that we're talking about and take steps forward into maybe creating something on your own independently. Work for yourself. That way you're still taking steps forward and living a life you love and building and working towards your own dreams, not somebody else's dreams. I feel like if you don't use your skills, your knowledge, and and your worth to create something, to build something, to do something, it's a it's a disservice to all of us. It's you're not bringing value to all of us unless you have a specific certification, a specific skill. You know, maybe you're a nurse or a doctor or something. Yes, those are skills and trainings that you need to go do within the community to serve the community. I understand that. I do. But if, you know, for example, I have a business degree. I don't have a certification in anything. I'm not certified in anything. So for me to go out into the workforce to work for somebody else would just be getting a job. That's all it would be. It would just be getting a job it would not be working towards my own dreams. It would be working towards somebody else's dreams. And even if I was passionate about something, something that I really love um, and love learning about is is wine. Not as much anymore. It used to be, but it's something I do find enjoyment in. But even if I were to go work for somebody else, working in a tasting room, which was one of my very, very favorite jobs ever, I was passionate about it, but again, I'm working towards somebody else's dreams. I'm not working towards my own. So an example of that would be, what if I started my own wine tour business? What if I started taking people on wine tours and sharing with them my own knowledge, my own experience, and my own identity? And and I bring to the table myself. That's just one example, speaking from personal experience, but I am so excited for stay-at-home moms to really be self-empowered, to really take those steps forward, to not go back into the rat race, and to cultivate a dream for themselves, you know, cultivate this life that they love and that they're passionate about through curiosity, through their skills, through their experiences. So 
I'm, I just encourage you to do that. And I know a lot of moms already are doing that. And that to me is amazing. There are moms, there are women all over that are finding their passions, finding their joys and getting self-empowered and starting these amazing businesses, you know, providing these services to other people because they're really looking at it like this is a need. This is a need within my life, a need within other moms' lives, and a need within other women's lives. And I'm going to provide that need. And I, I love, absolutely love hearing those stories. So if you have a story of yourself pursuing a passion and pursuing a dream and turning that into something valuable and creating an income for yourself, I would absolutely love to hear it. And I would definitely be interested in you know, depending on if anybody was interested in it themselves, hosting somebody on the show and uh, just having those conversations. But in the meantime, like I said, <laughs> I have pretty much deemed myself unhirable. After this podcast episode, if I ever applied for a job, they would probably turn me down in a heartbeat as well. But you know what? So is life. This is something I'm incredibly passionate about right now. It is something that I think a lot of women and a lot of people are finding within society these days. And I'm excited to see where that leads us. I know that people still, you know, they there still has to be people out there that work for other people. I get that. I really, really do. But if you have the opportunity, if you are in a position that you can live a life for yourself and explore your own dreams and work towards your own dreams. I highly, highly encourage you to do that. So thank you so much for listening today, Mama. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Hey, Mama. Thank you for joining me in today's conversational journey on the Mama Mindset. If you found value in this episode, please be sure to share it with another mama friend. Another way for us to build this community and help me bring you free quality content is by leaving me a rating and review on iTunes. I bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any. If you'd like to continue the conversation, I encourage you to join the Mama Mindset Facebook group, and I also bring you inspirational and educational content through Instagram as well. As always, please remember that I believe in you, I care about you, and I am so incredibly proud of you. Thank you so much for listening today, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.